Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I am the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Heidi, it's good to have you back again. I learned so much from you in our previous episode. Um, Today, I know that you have been going through so much and you are a tremendous influence out there right now for so many people, including me, you know, to really go on, to really push forward. But I'm sure there are days that you are like, I want to quit. I feel like quitting, you know? Yeah. And and you mentioned it in the previous podcast, you know, there are some mornings where you wake up and you're like, ah, no, I don't want to do this at all. Why am I (laughs) dealing with this? And I think um, just generally everyone who is uh, in the process, you know, of um, pursuing their dreams or, you know, in the process of their work, uh, whether it's their studies as well, then there are moments, pocket moments where they feel like quitting. Um, Can you maybe share with us, you know, one particular moment in your life, you know, or an experience that that you went through that you feel like quitting? Yeah. I think about two years ago, um, I, two years ago was when I, so I don't share this with many people, but I'm okay talking about it now. Um, Two years ago was when I really started struggling with my mental health um, and my mental health took a huge hit on me. I think it was just years of, you know, accumulation of, um, you know, suppressing my emotions, you know, um, and, and dealing with very complex cases. That was when I started taking on a lot of secondhand trauma um, and I would wake up in the middle of night, you know, with, with you know, terrible panic anxiety attacks. You know, I would wake up, um, you know, I would wake up in the morning just feeling so jaded by how broken the world is that I just don't want to continue. You know, if I can't fix this, mm-hmm. why do I even bother, right? If I don't see a solution right here, right now, why am I even in this? Um, so it was early, as early as two years ago, you know, and that I that I really, you know, thought about quitting. So it's been a really interesting journey ever since. So when you had that whole um, emotional pile up, and 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 yeah. and you recognized that it was a mental health thing, um, what made you like, okay, you know what? I know that this is a problem, but I am not going to quit. I think for me was, it was understanding why was I feeling this way. Um, it was, I think honestly, as, as, as early as two years ago, right? Um, I had to ask myself, what, from what place am I functioning from, right? Um, why am I even in this? You know, if I'm thinking about quitting, why was I quitting? Is it because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted? Or is it because I was actually burnt out? So it was as to why I felt like quitting that helped me overcome this. You know, it was then it was then going to friends and having honest conversations about it. Um, it was yeah, it was going to seek um, you know professional support. You know, going for therapy, seeing a mental health professional to unpack you know this this extreme desire to quit. Um, and, and in that process, really helped me understand that like maybe I did not want to quit after all. I was just really struggling to process all that I was going through and all the emotions that I was carrying um, from the work 
you know, and how difficult it can be at times. I think our generation, we want things instantly, you know. We, yeah. I could say that we are like a microwave generation. We want things fast. Yeah. Yeah. We want yeah. things the way we want, you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can just get lost in that momentum, yeah. you know, in that yeah. kind of pace. It's too fast. Yeah. Um, one thing that I like what you said was that you identified the problem and yeah. you ask yourself, why are you feeling this way? Uh, yeah, yeah as, as I'm just hearing you talk about it, you know, I think for my own life as well, I think there are moments where I forget to identify the problem. I forget to ask myself, why am I feeling this way? You know, and yeah. then what happens is that it gets unhealthy. I keep pushing on, pushing on, pushing on, pushing yeah. on, you know, and then say things yeah. like, God, where are you? God, where are you? That yeah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, la, let's identify the problem. But then if you have yeah. done it earlier, you know, things would have been better. Yeah. 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 How, how did you like come to the process of identifying the problem? Like, or you could tell us like, what's your process? Yeah, I think my process was it was just going through a good one year of constantly just being angry, being angry as like, why do I have to do this? Like, why me? Why not? Why God? Why me? Why do you call me to this? Right? Why? Why do I have to remain obedient? Why? Why people? Why is it that every single time someone you know, encounters uh, and, and, you know, a situation with a refugee or a migrant or someone in need, why do you come to me? You know, like, why me? I just get so angry that like, like, yeah, I understand I'm doing the work, but like, I'm not supposed to solve like all the problems in the world, right? And I think for me, the pr it, was, it was coming into contact with this every single day. I was just angry, you know, I was just fed up. I was tired. Um, and I was just so jaded that like, that like people expected me to solve all their problems. Mm. Um, it was so it was it was identifying that and then and then having to deal with the whole um I wanted to quit, you know. I I would at one point of time I would just sit down on in front of my laptop and go like, you know what, I should just try sending in my CV to as many companies and corporates as possible. Wow. See who wants me, right? And I so much of me sought validation and worth, you know. I wanted to see what was my market rates, you know, what what kind of positions I could I could take on. Um, I I was just angry at the point of time, right? If I had, you know, I came to a place of going like, you know, if I did not see a policy and, policy and law change within the next one year, I would quit and go corporate and climb the corporate ladder, right? Because of what all my friends are doing. So why can't I do that as well? Um, and, but yet I was so confused because on one hand, I know so deeply that this is my calling. I know like in my heart of hearts, right, that my calling is to serve the community and my work here is not done. In fact, it's just the beginning. But yet like, you know, the rebellious part of me just goes like, you know what, if I don't see results in the next one year, like through this, right, I'm going to like, I'm going to find a corporate <laughs> job where I know that like, you know, where I'll get paid for my work, you know, mm -hmm. where I would get to climb the corporate ladder, where I would, you know, where, yeah, I just wanted that. Um, so it's in identifying that like place of conflict every day I wake up angry then it was it was then coming to a place of being able to have an honest conversation about it um, so I, I went to seek um, support from friends you know people in the field people who were CEOs of other non-profits um, mm -hmm. and talk to them about you know the whole one thing to quit um, and, and in my conversations you know with them I realized that like man we all go through this right yeah um, it was realizing that like I wasn't the only one I wanted to quit. Um, other other CEOs of, of big non-profit organizations wanted to quit as well. We're all in this together. And and it was me asking them, what makes you stay then? Why are you staying on um, in the midst of all of this? 
Um, and and it was being able to unpack, you know, it was then, you know, where my mentor really started asking me, um, you know, why is it that you want to quit? Is it because you feel that your work is done? Or is it because you feel that you're not getting anywhere with it? And if you're not getting anywhere with the work, why are you not getting anywhere with the work, right? What are your expectations, you know? Um, yeah, so for me, it was being able to reframe that and understand my 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 why and my calling in the field right it was understanding that like so much of my pent-up you know emotions and anger mm-hmm. was because i expected overnight success in that sense i expected laws and policies to shift overnight and 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 it happened i mean the couple of times when it happened right and i realized that that being an instant generation you know once it you know we, we worked on a big project um where we saw a big global law and policy shift overnight um, it was within two months, I think, that we saw, um, you know, the policy reversed. Um, and I expected to feel that high and that achievement from that win, but I didn't. It was just like, a, like, oh, great, it happened, what's next, you know? So I think for me, when I was catching myself in that place where my priorities were misplaced, right, um, I had to come to a place of just, you know, rethinking and re-understanding what am I called to do? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was just really messy. Like, I'm sorry. That was just like, oh, my thoughts of things like scattered and... <laughs> nah, it's okay. Wanna... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think, I think yeah. it, what you're sharing is just what you have been feeling, you know, during that time. Yeah. And, and no yeah. human being is perfect. Uh, but we are laughing about this, but I think during that <laughs> moment, you yeah. could... I think it was like one of the worst times of your life, you know, the way it sounds like it. And and I want to thank you because you're sharing something so deep to you and, and this is a, a real and raw uncut side of Heidi Kwa. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Um, but in that midst of what you're saying, I, yeah. I, I pick up so many things. Like, for example, um, you talk about the reality of validation and worth. I think a lot of people want that. I, I want that too. I want to be yeah. validated for my work. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and in the moment you You're said, that, yeah, and I mean you say that I connected with it. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's right. But you battle yeah. with it, and and you didn't battle yeah. with it alone. You know, you went yeah. to seek your mentor. You had an honest conversation with people. People, when you when when you yeah. say honest conversation, I'm guessing like people telling you, Heidi, come on, Heidi, why are you doing this? Did that kind of thing, and then yeah. maybe in that process of that honest conversation, you might be also frustrated because like, can someone resonate with me? Can someone yeah. feel what I'm yeah. feeling? So I. Yeah. Felt that you know that kind of thing and i think you also mentioned like how you were in a community you know people that you know um ceos of all these uh different organizations and you also felt that hey you know what they went through that you know what (laughs) it's okay i think i can pull pull through this you know yeah and one of the key things as you were sharing you know throughout was you know if we are not careful we will really get lost just yeah. as like that little yeah. achievement. It was a policy yeah. change, you know what I mean? It was a moment to just like, yes, guys, we did it, but you were yeah. like, oh, yeah, sure, okay, what's yeah. next? I was like, yeah, yeah, what's next, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, and so I guess sometimes, I guess sometimes, you know, you know if we're not careful, uh, it will happen, you know, in relationships, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether husband and wife or between business partners or, yeah. you know, between school friends and peers. Yeah, it will happen, you know, if we are just sometimes overwhelmed, you know, with, yeah. with what we do. But as yeah. you were sharing all this, um, ha- have you ever thought about this before that we could be overwhelmed by our uh, why? 
That means we could yeah. just be lost in our why if we're not careful. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times I get lost in my why, right? And I feel that um, it's a burden that I need to carry alone, you know? that I need to fix, you know, every issue surrounding that that's linked to refugees and migrants, you know, the abuse and harassment. Um, and I get so caught up and I get so angry when I don't get to fix these issues. Um, so, yeah, I do think that, that there is, um, and it becomes, you know, we come to a situation of just being us against the wall, right? Like, you know, mm. we are right, you know, everyone's wrong. We just, angry um why is the world so messed up you know i i know i went through that you know as a, as a young adult and in early years of refugee refugees it was honestly only over the past few years you know did i manage to to just reframe my 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 thinking you know and and understand that you know what it's okay if you don't if you can't solve it or realistically no one can right but what's important is that we do what we can um, and let God do the rest. Yeah, we do what we can and let God do the rest. Or else we will play God and then we think that we could save the whole yeah. world, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to fall into that. I know I struggled with that for so many years, right? I'm like, man, if I work hard enough, I can see, like, you know, Malaysia was signed a refugee convention protocol, you know? <laughs> we'll see refugee migrants getting equal rights. I'm like... Realistically, like that will never happen. But what can happen is, is and, and I think when we hit so hard, we push and we turn everyone away because people feel mm. that like, yeah, only Heidi Kwa can do this, right? Only Heidi Kwa can work with refugees. You know, only Heidi Kwa can solve issues surrounding refugees and migrants. But the truth is, everybody can. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like, we're not set apart in a way where only we can do it, right? We yeah. just chose to be obedient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think for me, when I understood that, you know what? Everybody can do this. We're all in this together. It really helped lighten the load on my shoulders um, and helped me focus to be effective in what I do. Um, yeah, and to be realistic, you know, in, in trying to solve these issues, understanding that it doesn't happen overnight. Um, it takes regular consistency in the work that we do um, to see changes happen. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think hearing your story, you know, um, from our previous podcast, you mentioned about your why, you know, to make somebody feel like somebody, um, yeah. you know, in that pursuit, you know, if, if uh, you were not careful, you could be like, yeah, I think you mentioned it earlier where it's like only Heidi Kwa can do it, you know, thank you for just being so open about it. Yeah, it's, it's a scary reality, you know, to that. But then when you realize, oh, make somebody feel like somebody also means that bringing people along, you know, to know that, hey, I'm not alone. There are people that we can do this together Um, wow I'm learning so much you know yeah it's true I mean even for myself sometimes you know I I could just get caught in like yes this is what um, DK can do you know and DK is doing this and I forget like hey I've got people around me you know who also wants to do this together and yeah sometimes we could just be caught up with our passion Uh, thank you Heidi again for just um, sharing your experiences and I think most importantly I think for people out there you know who feel like quitting and as you're listening to this podcast I think very important to recognize and know the people around you you know and yeah. seek for the right things yeah. don't just seek for like the wrong kind of validation I think if you go yeah knocking on the wrong door, we're going to get the wrong results, that kind of thing. Yeah. So before we, we end this uh, episode, uh, Heidi, what's, what would be your last words to encourage someone out there, you know, who is going through a phase in life that feels like quitting, what will you tell them? Um, 
I'll say, hang on, you know, this this phase will pass. Um, and and talk to friends and have honest conversations. Ask yourself why before you quit. I think often um, quitting is not in the books for us, especially when we are called to such um, a specific role, right? You don't quit, you know, if, if 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 it makes sense, you know, if you're in a workplace that is abusive, if you're in a toxic relationship, by all means, quit, right? But if you are in a healthy place that's thriving, but you're encountering some obstacles, um, process your emotions with friends, you know, because these two shall pass. Understand why you're quitting before you quit, because I feel that when we quit um, before the time is right, we live with a lot of bitterness and a lot we just we, we leave our roles feeling really bitter and jaded um and i think that's that's a lot of risk when we do that right when we quit before the time is right thank you heidi yeah it's true if we quit before the time is right it's going to be a lifelong regret you're going to be like oh man if only i yeah. could if only i didn't yeah thanks again heidi for your time i really appreciate uh, everything that you have shared um once again know that we are praying for you and we're supporting you we love you heidi thank you i hope you have enjoyed this podcast do share it with your friends now if you have any questions you can dm us on our instagram at soul malaysia